Welcome to our Soul Intention Podcast, where we are intuitively guided with messages and purpose healing your mind, body, and spirit. Please join us where our sole intention is for you to hear the messages and guidance intended for you. Here we go. Hello, Soul Family. Welcome to another episode of our Soul Intention Podcast. Are you here with me, Gail? I'm here. I'm excited today to see what we, what's in the cards. I am too. I am too. Well, I've got the cards here and I actually have a couple of decks today. So I have our beautiful Oracle tarot deck that we always use. And I brought the Lightseer's deck, which I love. And just to give us a little um, extra boost sometimes to give us more detail if we need it, um, depending upon what card comes up. So are you ready? Here we go. I'm ready. All right, guys, what do we need to hear? Our, ooh, that came out quick, Gail. Okay, so we got Accelerated Motion. Okay, so Accelerated Motion in this deck is a really cool card. Like something's moving fast. It's moving really, really fast. And usually, depending upon what other cards are around it, it's telling you what's moving really fast. So let's see what it is that we need to talk about, about Accelerated Motion and moving fast through things. Okay, there's one. Oh, there's two. Okay, so there's two cards. Okay, so the first one is the hanged man. And the second one is the fool. Okay, so this is interesting. So the hanged man in description, so you can see the card. um, She is in a silk, you know, the silks that you use Mm -hmm. um, for meditation or um, yoga, things like that. So she's hanging upside down in a silk. She's got some bracelets on for some good energy, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. It's kind of an an actual beautiful hanged man versus sometimes it's meaning that you're stuck. But for this, it's not that you're stuck because we have accelerated motion. So it's more about taking a pause and um, reflection, kind of letting go and realigning with your purpose. But then you also have the fool and the fool, which is a beautiful card because it's kind of like walking foolishly, but it's all about new beginnings, kind of a, a beautiful energy. But now we're talking about accelerated motion maybe in finding your purpose okay so this this um makes me think of a few things one is releasing what no longer serves you for and to prepare for what's ahead and what's coming or what has arrived yes already because it it arrived so fast because you had Mm -hmm. an accelerated motion so maybe gail Maybe, Gail, it's what we should talk about is, okay, so let's say you start a business or whatever it is in your endeavor that you're doing. Oh, I'm working towards this. or So I can use my business, for example. I start my business. I want it to be at, at where I'm successful at it. Or I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, I'm selling. I'm this, I'm that. And I'm not just starting out. So think about that accelerated motion. If that comes quickly and all of a sudden it's like you went from A to Z so quickly, What happens when you get to that place that you weren't necessarily so ready for because you're stuck, right? That that hanged man of being in accelerated motion. So it's like when you get what you want, you go, hold up, hold up a minute. Like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm -hmm. So what do you tend to do? And we do this a lot in relationships, or at least I know I have, is when you get that thing that you've wanted and it comes in. You maybe go, mm, maybe I don't deserve it. And you start to self-sabotage. Self-sabotage. Yep. That's exactly what happens. 
that's what I think this is because even though you have all this optimism and courage, you get stuck. Sometimes you, you know, that self-sabotage comes in. And it is, it is because when you get there, we have, what do they call that? When you have, um, you, you when you're at kind of your peak of your business and you you feel like a fake person that, what is that? Called? Oh, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Gosh, thank gosh for you. I really don't have a brain sometimes when we're doing this. It's that same feeling, right? Of we, t- we tend to retreat because we have achieved something, but you're almost in non-belief that you're there. And how do you accept what's happening? And you're excited for it, but you're, there's fear behind well, you. You start to question mm-hmm. like, why is this here? How did this happen? Oh, am I good no. enough for this? And am I good enough for this? Mm-hmm. And that's when that imposter syndrome really kicks in. Yeah, that self-sabotage yeah. is yeah. a good one. So how do you, and I'm sure this is what our listeners would want to know, how do you prepare for it? How do you say, you know what? It came, I've been wanting this, instead of getting scared. Like, how do you prepare for it? What do you think's worked for you? I think staying present in the moment is huge because even if, and, and it did, it did happen on some level for me quickly at one point. Yes, I had my business for a long time, but once I moved into spa, it happened fast. I mean, it happened fast and I wasn't super prepared for it to go as fast as it did. Um, and I had to kind of focus on today right? What do I need to do today? And what do I need to achieve today and not worry about what I need to do next week, even though it's still in the back of my mind a little bit because you have goals and things you need to do. But I I had to focus on what do I need to do today? And then tomorrow, okay, what did I not get done yesterday that I needed to get done? And just keep staying mindful in the moment of that day because if, if I'm worrying about all the things that I have to do and have to achieve, then I'm not going to get anything accomplished. I don't want to be in that headspace. I want to be in the space of, okay, I can do this. It might not be exactly in the timing everybody wants it to be, but it will be done. It'll get done and I will get it done correctly, right? If I just stay focused and stay in the moment. I think for me, that was my best. What about you? For me, this happens a lot in relationships that I'll say, okay, I'm going to start dating or I meet someone and I start dating. And then that person has a lot of the qualities that I'm looking for in a relationship. And then when it's going well, you know, um, we have great communication. They reach out to me without me like contacting them. And then I go, oh, no. And then I start questioning and I start to do that self-sabotage or probably even say in a job, maybe in a job, well, not so much in a job, maybe this is the position I wanted or the opportunity I wanted. And that imposter syndrome kicks in. Yeah. Like Like, what if they don't, what if they see that I'm not a hundred percent what they think I'm supposed to be or what their idea of me is, it creeps in. It creeps in and then I'm like, okay, so then subconsciously I either push someone away Mm -hmm. or I start messing up at work or, you know, and this is in the past, but 
Um, I think about that. And I think that is all a part of this. And so for me now going forward, I think being present is 100%. Like just staying in that moment, not going and comparing stuff to the past and saying, you know what, I have worked for this or this is what I've wanted. And it's okay. It's like, okay, that this is the path I'm on. This is okay that it has shown up. Mm -hmm. This is where I am right now in my life. I am deserving. And also the other part to it is just being grateful, like just being in gratitude that it has shown up and has arrived. And I'm not going to think about us, whatever that is in two weeks or a month or in a year, I'm going to enjoy the moment I am either in that relationship or in that opportunity in the present moment. Yeah. And reveling it. I mean, you got there. I mean, yes, there's always, you always want to do, you know, where am I going to be in 10 years? And then in that 10 years, where am I going to be the next 10 years? Cause you never want to stay stagnant, but be so excited in that moment that you achieved at least part of what it is that you wanted to achieve. Even if it's in a relationship, you wanted this relationship with this person to, to be at a point where, you know, you're, solid or you're engaged or you're living together or whatever that is, if it's in a relationship versus a business, right? Yeah. And, you know, it just made me think about something, you know, just forward motion. I was just thinking one thing about you out of, well, I have a few friends like this, but I think that sometimes it's not the norm for women that we kind of meet someone and we go, okay, I'm, you know, especially when you're younger, maybe not so much (laughs) now as an older, as an older woman, but you are one of the few that doesn't that you didn't date and say, oh, my gosh, I met this guy. You know, he's the one or you thought about your future with him. You stayed present in the moment, like in all of the relationships that I've known you to be in, you know, often, especially when I think more so when you're in your 20s, you think about meeting someone and you meet them, you date a little bit or even some women after the first date. Now, mind you, I'm talking about the 20s, not so much now <laughs> that you said, oh, my gosh, this is the guy I want to marry. Or, you know, you start visualizing what that wedding would look like mm-hmm. or you're on Pinterest with a private board. Yes, not that I did that or anything, but you have that private board <laughs> of like wedding dresses or venues or destinations and you are one one of my friends and I have a few that are along the same lines but you're one of the few that didn't have that um forward motion of okay I met him this is where I want to be in a year with him if we're not there in two years that's over And then when the engagement came, it wasn't, you didn't self-sabotage because A, you were just so shocked, um, (laughs) but you also along the way just stayed present. Yes. You you know, you took your time in getting to know each other and, and, and let it grow naturally. No expectations. Yes, naturally. And then, so when the engagement came, it wasn't like you said, oh my gosh, what am I doing? (laughs) <laughs> and so I think that staying present is is like huge. Thank you for that. And I will say that when I was younger um, or in my 20s, I did tend to, I think we all did because I dated later in life anyway. I didn't date a lot in high school. Um, and so when I got to college, I dated. So it was the first time I really was in more solid relationships. And then when I got out of college and I did date a few people, 
there were times where I saw them and because the connection was there, because, you know, you have chemistry and there's connection. It, I did tend to look forward, but then that was an expectation. And then there was disappointment there. And I learned younger that my friends call me the fun hater. This is hilarious, but, and I'm getting to a point here is that I don't have anticipatory excitement for things until it's the time that it's, if we're going on a trip, I'll be excited a couple of days before the trip. I'm not excited six months before or whenever it is, because I, I don't want to ever, there's no disappointment in anything if I don't have a high expectation level. So it's when it's happening, I'm in it, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm present. And I, it's the same thing in relationships. Does that make sense? So I think Mm -hmm. part of me being a quote unquote fun hater, which I think is the funniest expression (laughs) is that I just, I don't have that I don't have such a high expectation level that there is there is no way to disappoint me. I'm not saying that somebody can't upset me, but I don't expect things out of a date or out of an event or if, you know, how our relationship is going. It's just going to go because it's just what it is. If it works out, fantastic. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. And I have a lot of friends that they meet someone, especially now that they're older, they'll meet someone and they are visualizing like, oh, I think that I have this really strong connection with them. I think, I really think this could be him. And they'll call every day or they'll do all these things. It's like, okay, wait, stop, 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 stop. Right. I just want them to take a pause. So you just reminded me of something. So I was saying to a friend yesterday that I was thinking about possibly doing some dating and just Mm -hmm. dating. And she said, Gail, but people at our age, people in their 50s don't want to date. They want to like be with someone. And I was like, but why would I go into, into something thinking I, I just want to marry that person or Correct. just have a partner Correct. and for long term? Correct. And I thought that was really interesting. And especially because earlier in my life, it was I was one of those people. I met someone. Why is he not calling? Mm-hmm. And then um, it would get to when I got to what I wanted was to really be in a relationship with this person. Then I would go, oh, no, something's not right. Something's mm-hmm. not, you know, and I would I would totally do the self-sabotage. And mm-hmm. I think about it now. It's actually kind of painful of like just putting myself through that whole process and mm-hmm. not believing in myself or feeling really came down to not really feeling great about myself Mm -hmm. that I wasn't deserving. You know, you know what this makes me think of, and I have to bring this up and I won't use names, but I have a friend. He, he, he would get in relationships and he does like the person and they have a very good relationship, but he tends to self-sabotage it because it is either too easy or he feels that he needs to know something. Where is it going? Does this person feel the exact same way I feel? It's almost like he needs to know. He had gotten in a new relationship and we started talking about this. And I said, okay, first he said, I, I, I just, I know I'm doing this to myself, right? And, I, and he goes, I tend to do this. It's like something's going well. And then I'm trying to find like, oh, should I do this? Or, you know, should I say this? And the last thing you want to say to somebody when things are great is where's this going? Because then there's pressure or it doesn't feel as comfortable. 
etc. Right. And there's no need for it because if you just stay present in the moment and again, you don't have this expectation level of where's this going? Why don't I have a key to your house? Why, you know, all these things that, or whatever the expectation is that you have, then you start getting uncomfortable. So I said to him, um, I said, let's give him a name. And he goes, give who a name? And I go, the self-sabotager in your brain. Let's give him an identity because he's the person that's sitting on your shoulder going, "Mm, that person doesn't like you as much as you like him, or this isn't exactly what it is. So we gave him a name, Herman. That was his name. So we we gave him a funny little name. So every time Herman creeps up, he can say to him, hey, Herman, you need to go go into the corner and have a timeout because I can hear you jib jabbing in my head, but it's not me, it's Herman, right? So he can separate the two and know that it's his pattern to come in and try to destroy it because he's getting close and he wants to either find out, is this going somewhere, but also out of fear is it, well, it's probably not what he probably doesn't like me the same way I like him, or she doesn't like me the same way that I like her, whatever it is it becomes almost consuming, but it's really a sabotage. So if you can give it an identity, then every time that it kind of creeps in, you could say, hey, listen, Herman, bye-bye, I hear you. And you can identify with it versus, you know, just letting it happen and watching the tornado come in and destroy your relationship. So it's, it's been like really positive for him. I love that. Give it an identity. Identity. I also think as you're talking, I was also thinking about when we get into that place of like, you remember, we used to call it the bajiggities and we still yes, use that word. The bajiggities. So bajiggity. I love bajiggity. it's because we are not totally in our body. We're not, we don't trust our intuition. We don't trust our body compass. We get that like butterfly in the stomach feeling like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is too good to be true. Or this is what I wanted. And um, now it's here and, what and do now I it's do? here and I'm feeling kind of like sick. Mm-hmm. And I think that the more that we get back into our body compass and, and trust our internal feeling and intuition, we know, but I know in self-sabotage, it comes up and it's false because, mm-hmm. you know, we fight against ourselves thinking, nope, it's not real. Nope. Uh, nope, this isn't this isn't going to last. Nope. Instead of again going back to staying in the present mm-hmm. and just being in. And it, yes, it might happen fast. And yes, what you're thinking might happen fast. Your relationship might happen fast. Your business might happen fast. And it's okay to have accelerated motion, but it's it's almost like you don't want to be. You just want to pause and take in where you are. Where's that taking you? be in it enjoy it don't don't you know what do they say don't like stress like the little tiny little nuances and the little things because you don't want to stress all the small stuff because it's just not it's not conducive to your happiness because it's getting in the way so if you can just be the fool right walk foolishly walk forward be positive pause when you're feeling uncomfortable things do happen quickly that you're not aware of or that you're not ready for but once it's in front of you pause right be mindful pause be mindful meditate pray and have faith and trust because i i was also thinking that i believe that we're not taught 
We're taught that we need to work hard and long for things, right? So when it does show up quickly or when things, you know, we've had so many challenges and the path opens up and it's like then right in front of us, we question it. And I think that we don't, we no longer need a question. No. No, we don't. And especially in relationships, definitely not. Even in a business relationship, you just need to let it kind of present itself. Don't control it. You don't need to know everything. That's part of the fun of being in a relationship, especially in a loving relationship. Part of it is just the exploration of like, what are you going to learn? I learned something new about my fiance 10 years we're in. I learned I learned something new the other day. I learn new things about him all the time. <laughs> and it always makes me laugh. And I'm like, how do I not know that? Right. But it's okay. I don't need to know everything. It doesn't make me a bad person or that we're not in a great relationship. It's just that it's it's part of the fun of the process. And I think part of the dating especially is the fun of not knowing and the pause, right? The chase, the getting to know each other and the, you know, and just having like an experience, right? And whether it works right. out or not, Why do you have to know that right now? Even if it, why do you need, why let's put this accelerated motion in the opposite side of this card. Why does it need to go so fast? Why can't you just pause and be in the moment? Why does it have to go so fast? Why do you have to be at the end of your relationship already or solidify it? Why can't it just be fun? And with your perfect example, why can't I just go on a date? Maybe I met a new friend. Why does it have to be everything? Why can't it just be in the moment? I met someone new. You may never date them. They could be, they can end up being one of your best friends. Right. You meet Mm -hmm. everybody for a reason. So just be in that moment. Again, walk foolishly, enjoying what's in front of you. Be positive about it and just take it in and be in the moment. I really love that. Just be in the moment. Give it an identity. Give the sabotager an identity. And just whatever name that is. And just trust your bajiggities. Trust. And the bajiggities are okay. The bajiggities put you in a good okay. place. I love bajiggities. Yeah. I get bajiggity all the time and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a, this, that's a good one. I like that the accelerated motion, actually, now that we've talked about it, I like that it can go both ways. That it can be that things have gotten to a place or why are you moving it so fast? Especially with the hanged man and the fool. Mm-hmm. That's the. And what did you thing. say? Walk. What did you say? Walk foolishly. Walk foolishly. Yes, because when you walk foolishly, you are not in your head. You are living your life in the moment, day to day. You are free. You're happy. You're optimistic. There's always new beginnings. When you're optimistic like that, you're like woo. There's always something new that's in front of you that you're going to experience. And I think that's that's it for this. I think that you I think you're correct. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I like it too. And be excited for yourself. That's what I want to end this with. Be excited when you get there. Be excited if you're not there yet. Just be in that time and and give yourself a big hug. Give yourself a big hug and say it's okay. Be proud of yourself and no matter what area of your life it is. But I think that's beautiful today. But 
I guess that ends another episode of our Soul Intention podcast. Thank you again for being here and listening and joining us. And please remember to follow us, like us, and continue on this journey with us. And I guess that's it. So thank you so much for joining us.